to another edition of the Copcast podcast. We've been told not to talk about quadruples because apparently it's tiresome and things, but I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. I'm really, really excited and I'm going to talk about it. And when it becomes a treble, I'll talk about that. When it becomes a double, I'll talk about that as well. So, I have... You're going to do a lot of talking, basically, is what you're telling us. Well, we're all going to do a lot of talking, because <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. Um, I've got Beryl Akis. I've got, as you may have heard, Dave Karen, and I've got Neil Patterson. Chief, this is, this is, I don't really even know really how to describe this. I'll just run through the fixtures with you. Um, come out of an international break. With Watford at home in the Premier League on the 2nd of April. We have Benfica on the 5th away in the Champions League. We've got City away on the 10th in the league. Probably the standout fixture of all of them. Benfica three days later. At home in the Champions League, we hope we'll be a dead rubber, but we'll see. We have City then again three days later in the FA Cup, wherever that may be. Let's hope it's not Wembley. And 19th United at home. 23rd or 24th, I think, Everton at home in the league, depending on whether we get to the Champions League semi-final, which will be the next game and what day that's on. 26th or 27th, and then we finish the month off away to Newcastle in the league. You can't remember in your lifetime a, a bigger month than this in twenty years, probably probably two thousand and one, Julier treble, that sort of that sort of feeling going in where you're you've got the league cup under your belt, you're still in the FA Cup, you're still in the well, the UEFA Cup as it was at the time, and maybe not fighting for the league title, but certainly stretching yourself and spreading yourself thin for that as it was at the time again. And this is how long ago we're talking, you know, um, you're the third place last Champions League spot. This is, it's unbelievable we're in this position, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it is definitely the, I mean, of course you can talk about the Houllier season, which was monumental at the time and, you know, hugely significant in the life of, of modern day Liverpool Football Club, given that it was the first time we'd really hit the heights since 1990, um, back then in, in 2001. But um, this situation we're in now, the position we're in now, sort of even begins to begins to tar over that when you when you consider sort of the the opposition we're up against, um, and you consider the <clears throat> the uh, the competitions that we're talking about this time. So obviously the Champions League as opposed to the UEFA Cup. And we're looking at, you know, rather than sort of pushing to see if we can if we can get in in, in the mix of, in the top three where we're already gunning for the, the league title as well. So to be so deep in all the competitions and to be already, you know, to already have one trophy in the bank is um uncharted territory um in the last two decades really i mean the last time we um we took a league cup was or had a and by that means having a trophy at this stage of the season was what 2011 2011 12 and you know we we didn't have really anything else to play for in that season okay we end up in an fa cup final um but we lose that and we're nowhere in the league. We end up finishing seventh, I think. 
So yeah, to have that in the bag in the bag already, and to be going into huge matches, uh, sort of every three days, as as you've outlined there, is um, completely new for me as a as an adult supporter of of Liverpool Football Club, and even even as a youngster, because really my first team was was Kenny's, and okay. Do the double in '86 with with Kenny as the caretaker, but I sort of come into it a bit more a bit later, sort of '87, '88, and and after that, and we're obviously right at the top of of the tree, and you know fighting in in a lot of competitions then. But there's no Europe, um, because obviously the English clubs are banned at the time, and you know that we all know the history since then that 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 side was uh, came to the end of its end of its cycle and was then broadly dismantled by by Graham Sooners and you know we're, we've had the history since then that we've had that we're all well aware of so each game is massive but at the same time feels feels winnable um, so it's going to be I mean it's going to be there's going to be a lot of stress involved there's going to be a lot of shouting a lot of singing um and a lot of emotions going wild but um you know you're looking at those games and you're looking at these these competitions these matchups and you're thinking well you know this is where we where we belong and um it's amazing to 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 finally sort of be be back there um and and, and be sitting where we are and you know be be looking at the next month and thinking every game is is vital i mean Football fans live for that kind of thing, so um, you know we may as well drink it in and and really in, get the absolute most out of it. Um, Van Dyke's interview there, and and it's just the pure like let's call it what it is, just arrogance of why why should we not be be doing this every year? What why should a quad not be possible every year? So you know people are are saying uh, amongst fan forums and you know on on social media etc. You know whisper it in dark corners and you know don't say it because it might not come true etc etc don't jinx it but there is something I feel and I'm interested in, in your views on this to be taken from the fact that that states very very clearly to me that this is something that is being spoken about in in whatever our new training ground is called, I can't even remember what it's called now. Um, in and around the ground, before matches, during matches, after matches, um, and you know, you attach that to the tweets that Salah's been sending out. You know, one down and another step closer. And this team and this squad of players and and this setup believe that they have. The ability and, and the squad and the manager and everything set up to go and do that. And I think there are certain things we can point to over the last kind of few months that have kind of brought us to this point, be it the, the Diaz signing, the, the managing through the, the AFCON absentees and other bits and pieces going our way, city dropping points, et cetera, et cetera. But whatever it is that's got us here, the players believe it. So why shouldn't we? Yeah, it's uh, you know I I I agree with with everything you said. There. It's um um 
you know, Virgil van Dijk is is a key figure, and uh, you know he was a key figure to 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 shore up our defense. What was uh, you know, and after him, Alisson came in, and you know everybody knows this, but um, but I think um, he's not only a, a very good defender; his personality is is elite as well. You know, um, it it's it's yeah, it it gives him the motivation to to take care of himself and. Uh, 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 you know, and and if 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 he isn't kicked out of uh, out of a season, he he will probably play every minute uh, of every game. That's what he tries to do. Is is, is what I think. Um, and uh, of course, there's a thin line between uh, between arrogance and and confidence. But I think this is confidence, and um, and uh, he he doesn't want to be. Um, uh, what's it called? He he doesn't want to portray some false modesty about um about you know being humble and 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 uh, uh cherishing a, a season when uh, in which you have a chance on a quadruple however remote that chance is but you know as long as you're in it you're in it right and and if you're in a competition and and we are still in three competitions and 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 the fourth one is already in the bag then uh, Every professional football player, every professional sport uh, sportsman or sportswoman um, should, uh, uh, you know, um, want to to win it. So and and he isn't shy about it, and I I I love it. I, I love that elite mentality. I, I don't see it as um, as arrogance because it, there's a foundation for it. You know, the, he he has every every ground to be. Uh, um, he has every reason to be confident. Which doesn't mean that you think uh, all good things will happen to you without uh, you doing anything. No, they know they can they, they can do it because they are willing to try it. Uh, and uh, and and yeah, it 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 shows a mentality that I uh, I think is key. And um and 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 we've spoken about about our uh, about our scouting. Players and I, I, I definitely think we we look at at personality as well, and it's it's very important. You know, it's 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 as important as as, as technical abilities, uh, as as all the you know the footballing skills, because you know it's it's it, it is just as I said before, it it is a motivation to 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 uh, to get the best out of yourself, to get the best out of your team, and I think you know the fact that Virgil Van Dijk has. Uh, has signed a new contract with us. You know, it has been a while. Uh, in this season, he has signed a, a, a new contract with us, and and there was never any doubt about, and there were never any rumors him going to to another club because you know I'm very sure every club in the world would want him, but uh, it was never in doubt. And uh, I think this is very important. And uh, yeah, you know, I. Uh, Sometimes I'm pessimistic. Sometimes I'm uh, uh, I dare to dream, uh, and and we've spoken about this before. I uh, I think we have a, a genuine chance of of getting more trophies and maybe maybe even all four. Uh, again, uh, albeit you know there are many pebbles uh, along the road that you can uh, fall over um, that that can make you stumble. But yeah, let's let's go try it and and. Um, seeing what we have done uh, till uh, so far, so uh, uh, why why shouldn't we believe in the chances that we have? Yeah, um, let's go. It's and take it game by game. 
uh, first game is against Watford and and so on and so and so forth. Um, uh, and 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 hopefully um, <laughs> next season again, you know, just like Virgil says. Yeah, yeah, Chase. You know, Virgil touches on on that you know elite mentality, and and he's absolutely right. And there's there's something that's kind of cropped up. I don't know whether this is coincidence or not, but I'm sure you will find a way to convince me that it's it's more by design than by accident. And you speak about this team certainly over the last few years you've you've been a very very strong advocate of they just find a way to win and they know how to win football games and we saw against Arsenal they played well for probably 50 minutes and then they had that big chance where Thiago slips slips Lacazette through and Odegaard should probably score and then bang bang as Gary Neville said we go up the other end almost immediately and we finish the game and it was almost like we knew that this was the time before they got a little bit up, but they got a little bit above themselves that let's just put them back in their place. And it was kind of similar against Forrest as well. They have a really, really big chance. Um, it's side-footed wide. And then, you know, a minute or two later, we go up the other end and lovely right foot across the center because Jota does what he does. He puts it away um, and we win the game. And, I don't know. Is is this is this team so experienced and confident and calculated that they can just go and do that when they want? Um, in a manner of speaking, I suppose you could say that. Um, I don't think it. You know, we've we've talked in the past about, and it gets mentioned in the wider media as well that uh, Liverpool have perhaps been lucky. Um, Teams don't take their chances against them. We've talked about it a couple of times, obviously, as you would, because you know we're fans and we panic when when teams create chances against us. And certainly, it, it's I've heard it once or twice uh, in in discussions on on television shows um, from pundits. And but I don't think it's I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't think that it is luck. I think that. Teams, other teams, other players, four other teams know that when, I think I've maybe said this before, maybe a few weeks ago, when they get their chance, when they get their chances, if they get more than one, they have to take it. They And in order to take it, to score, they have to be, you can't just scuff it and hope for the best. You can't just put it on target and hope the keeper makes a mistake. You can't put it close to a corner. You have to put it on a postage stamp. And it uh, puts more pressure on that chance as well, doesn't 100%. it? 100%. those things. Puts far more pressure on the chance. It's like, I mean, you remember, obviously we'll all remember the, the seasons we had big issues beating De Gea. Um, back when, when we had Balotelli. <laughs> back, must have been 2014. And De Gea was... Yeah, the big issues beating most goalkeepers then, to be honest. Yeah, but I mean, the hair was at the the top of his game at the time, and we we had that thing that no matter what we what we did, we we couldn't uh, we couldn't beat United, uh, except for the obviously the Moyes season that that uh, the 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 uh, Clattenburg game, but it was in our strikers' heads 
that we had to, in order to get it past him, we have to put it right in the corner. We have to put it right on a postage stamp. And obviously, Allison is, is twice the goalkeeper now that De Gea was then. Um, so you can imagine what uh, what goes through the mind. So it's not just that they have an excellent goalkeeper to beat, probably one of the best in the world. It's not just that they've got to get past uh, or they've just gotten past perhaps two of the best centre-backs in the world and one of the best centre-back partnerships, certainly in, in, in world football at the moment. It, you factor in as well that they only they don't get many chances. You know, those those chances do not come about. So they maybe have one chance at a game, maybe two or three, but that's in 90 minutes. So you've got all those things to contend with. And if you... If you don't score, which you're on, you're less likely to do when you've got all those things on your mind, then you know as well at the back of your mind that, that, that that's maybe your chance gone and now you're for it. Now that's it. Um, now Liverpool will score and, and that's what we've been doing. Um, I, something I thought in the last couple of days, looking back at, at the last few weeks, maybe the last month and the results, the number of nice 2-0 victories there. Um, so there's a few. There's the Inter Milan game, um, the away leg. There's, um, help me out here, there's uh, a recent 2-0 before the Forest game. We won We won the game Arsenal. 2-0. Yeah, against Arsenal. That's it. There's 2-0 in the League Cup. Uh, away at Arsenal as well. Um, and that's a lovely, lovely scoreline. For a team like this, that that's that's a team that can and has had to suck up some of the best performances that its opponents, its opposition can muster. I mean, you look at how Arsenal played um, up until that Odegaard chance. One of probably one of their best performances of the season. Certainly, you look at the the League Cup first leg, one of the best performances of the season. So that's two in a row they've put in that they've, they've still come out on the the wrong end of a of a four nil uh, aggregate scoreline. Um you look at Forest there at the weekend, obviously they're a, a level below, uh, a league below, but they could couldn't have played much better. I'm sure that's probably their, their best performance of the season. Um they've matched this you know fair enough a much changed side, but they've matched this there for what was it, 80 minutes, 75 minutes? Something yeah, like that. and, you know, to be fair to Forrest, they absolutely did Arsenal and did Leicester at home in the same competition earlier yeah. in the season. Like, I mean, absolutely they, tore them asunder, the two, of them, the two of them. They destroyed Leicester. I mean, Arsenal... Four they, or something, wasn't it, against Leicester? Yeah, four, and there were three up in, in half an hour or something. I mean, <laughs> I think it was 4-0 before the R mark. So and and then Leicester came back I think and scored a scored a couple of goals but I mean Forrest had it had it sewn up, um. So, yeah, Inter as well. People were saying before the game, oh Inter, Italian league's not up to much. They're not top. Um, they're not gonna you know they're not gonna. Liverpool should walk should walk it and the terrible BT commentary team. Seemed to have that idea as well while they were while they were going through the game, going over the game, um, acting all surprised that Inter weren't absolute shitebags. 
Um, no, they put in one of their best performances of the season as well, and they matched us for 80 minutes, 75 minutes, but they couldn't hold on. None of them could hold on. And then, bang, bang, you know, Liverpool shot them down. And we are we are a very, very tough proposition to any side at the moment. We have got we have got pretty much all the elements that make a great football team. We've got skill, we've got passion, we've got grit, strength, pace. Tag, we're massively tactically aware. We're f- as fit as any team in the world, if not if not fitter than most. We are focused. We're driven. Um, we've just we've, we've we've got all the elements, and they're coming together to produce you know the performances that we're seeing and and the consistency more importantly that we're seeing. I mean, we talk about Forest, talk about Arsenal, we can talk about um, Inter Milan. Okay, they 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 beat us in the return and with an absolute wonder goal and. Somehow they managed. Even to another, keep... even another two 0 scoreline in there. You mentioned that you, sorry, you didn't mention it was Brighton. I think away wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Brighton and and consummately professional again. Mm-hmm. You know, goal in the first half, goal in the second half. I think first, what about after about twenty minutes in each half, just killed the game dead. Brighton were were never in it. Um, and it's just, it's it's ruthlessness. I forgot to mention that we're absolutely ruthless as well. So there is, there's a little bit of, of course, you could say, you could look at it either way, like you can with a lot of things. You could look at it and say, oh, Liverpool are lucky. They, the other teams miss their chances and then Liverpool go up the other end and score and then that's it. Like, and if you were, a, if you were a, a City fan, you'd probably be within your rights to get a bit raging, like we always did when United went on to win games that you thought that maybe they'd been second best in or maybe they, the other team had um, had done enough to get a point or whatever. But to be fair, we were always watching them through Liverpool glasses. And to be honest, those who say that about Liverpool now are, are watching through tinted specs as well. Um, because you don't get to win week in, week out, returning those kinds of scorelines, beating those kinds of teams, if you're lucky. I mean, that level of consistency doesn't come from luck. So... Um, yeah, we are we are ruthless enough to be able to do that. We are experienced enough to to know right. Okay, that was too close. Let's get this done now, and we go ahead and do it. So we we've got we um we talk the talk, but we walk the walk as well. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 backed up, and it goes yeah. right through through the club from yeah. you know, from the top down through the management through the players and uh you know the supporters as well at the moment it's it really is a, a perfect sort of combination yeah and dave you know i used to say this a lot last well the year we won the league i used to say this a lot chief's just reminded me of that but this team seemed to just get to the level above the other side wasn't blowing teams away. It just was like, okay, well, they're in third gear, we'll go to fourth. They're in second gear, we'll only have to go to third today. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting vibes of that with this side where they, they do just do enough to win the game because they know, and that's, that's got to be experience and that's, that's got to be navigating these waters before. And 
great comparison. The Chiefs makes against Ferguson's United team, where we always just think, oh, you were lucky. How did he keep winning games? You know, if he had to put that chance away, but he didn't. And if, if he had to put that chance away, then Ferguson's side would have reacted differently. And I would imagine that, that this side would react differently as well. And we just know exactly how much do you exert ourselves to get what we need from from any 90 minutes. And it was the same against Inter Milan. 1-0. 1-0 will do us. That's okay. We don't need to go and kill ourselves to, to get a goal or win the game. And we did it. And we... And again, it's no accident that's our only defeat in about fucking 45 matches. Yeah? Am I right? Oh. Am I wrong? Am I talking shit? <clears throat> well, you're always talking shit, but you're right on this occasion. Um, like... like... Dave, again, I'll refer you back to, to Virgil van Dijk's interview, and basically what he said was, all we need to do is be better than them. Exactly what is exactly what you said. So that's coming straight out of the dressing room. So it's it's abundantly clear that that's the way it is. But I think there's a bit of a difference between this and and, and the last time we won the league that season before COVID fucked. The, you know that that season, you know, we were we were flying. And, and there's a bit of a difference. There's, there's, there's much more of a pragmatism, I think, about this side. And, and, and that's what you're talking about, the maturity. Of, uh, you know, they've won everything. You know, they've won the two big prizes, not won everything. Well, won three out of the four. Um, they've been world champions. You know what I mean? With, with, with European Super Cup. We've won, this group have won quite a bit. Let's be honest. They've won quite a bit. There's a maturity now in, in that ability to get over the line. And that's why I favour us at this moment in time um, in the league. And, and to be honest, look, Dave, I'm looking at it, and I'm, I'm really not worried about City, because I think City have the problem at the minute. You know, we had our jitters. Uh, put it like this, if, if you're the two teams right now, who do you want to be? Do you want to be City, who've been hunted down and now are clinging on to a point, um, who have to face us? And, and this, this game is being hyped. It's being hyped worldwide. And for, for, for obvious reasons, and, and it deserves to be hyped, because these are the best two teams in the world at the moment that we're talking about, and they're going to go head-to-head. And the prizes, you know, uh, the, the, we play them twice in a matter of weeks, but w- what comes out of those games, the, the resolution, and, you know, if we if we come through those games and quad on, I'm not, like, it's going to be euphoric. And you know what, Dave? I don't see any reason why we can't, because we're, in, in my opinion... At this moment in time, as you said, it's not pretty at times what we're watching. Like Nottingham Forest wasn't pretty. There's been a couple of league games recently that haven't been clever. And but you, you hark back to the days of Fergie United, and and we watch it through. We we expect us to be blowing teams away. And Nottingham Forest, which is four or five there, no problem. But in reality, we're we're back to being Liverpool. And you talk about your first question to me was was about the old days, and here's something that's coming back. You know what I mean? Teams are raising their game. They always did raise their game against Liverpool because we're a big name, but now we're the best in the world. And again, I watched some of the interviews with the Forest players and to them, this that's a big game for them. That's, that's their Champions League final. You, you, you know what I mean? They're playing against the best team in the world. So these players are naturally motivated. We've seen it a million times, the lower league teams coming and giving a, giving a better performance to themselves than, than they should because they're motivated by the opposition. And, and where we are now, we need to get into our heads. And I know it's very easy for us to go, oh, we had a bad game there, a bad game. But we'll get through it. You, you know what I mean? And, and th- there's many a times that we do these pods and pre-pod, I would say, but you know, we're, we're masking over the cracks that we showed when we got away with a 1-0 or whatever. 
But the cracks really don't matter because in, in the course of a whole season, it just shows that continuity and that ability to get through, that ability to overcome uh, and, and get the job done. And, Dave, you know, we laugh about the quad, but it's fucking real. We could do this. It's You know, nobody's ever done it before, but we Man City can do it as well, but we can do it. You know what I mean? There's no we can do it. And and as I say, right now, you give me the choice of who you want to be run into this run up of the final three competitions. I want to be Liverpool. I want to be Liverpool every time, and that is not rose tinted glasses. Yeah. And they're all hard to argue with any of that. But as as Dave mentioned, I can't remember if it was on the pod or whether it was pre pod, but football's football. And weird things happen in football. And, you know, I, I kind of talked to the fixtures earlier on. And you can't, I kind of can't help but feel like the level that, that Liverpool and Manchester City are performing at the minute, basically neck and neck in the league, semi-final of the FA Cup, both still in the Champions League, on course to meet in the final as it stands. This is as likely to come down to moments, refereeing decisions, the width of a post, as it will to to come down to anything else deeper than that. And, you know, we are talking about the coordinates. It's unbelievable that we do, but I don't necessarily think that it's going to be determined by how good one team or another team is if you're talking about between Liverpool and Manchester City. Um, uh, again, Dave, uh, I, I have to agree. Uh, sorry for not being uh, you know, more no, contrarian please. about this. No, don't. It's fine. It's fine. You know, I, I, look at, I look at moments in the season already. I look at Rodri's handball and I'm like, that yeah. could be the difference. And, and those are yeah. the sorts of things that worry me. You know, in the 18-19 season, um, you could say that the pivotal moment is uh, about a, a ball um, not being entirely over the over the line. Um, you know, at their stadium, that that, that would have been, I, I believe, it would have been the one nil at that point. But um, we don't win that game. Sane scores, and 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 that that that's also a a goal that you know uh, 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 it goes in. Um, from the post. So it's it's you know again margins you know fine margins uh, and and I in that season there were more fine margins and, and you know they're bound to be if 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 the difference is only one point and and you have uh, that level of 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 of, uh, of performance from both teams um, then it, you know the, the margins are bound to be fine so. And that there was this. Uh, they 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 managed to win against West Ham uh, at their place uh, uh, with a very dodgy penalty, um, and and they could have lost points against Leicester City at home. But uh, their former player, what's his name, the the, the Nigerian kid, at that time kid, but uh, um, missed it. You know, but you know, let, let's not get back to that. But you know, it it, it, it you're absolutely right. The difference uh, 
if there is any difference, then, then it's very small. Uh, there, there is a there is a very distinct uh, um, difference in in styles, I would say. Um, and 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 this is probably a good explanation as to why we are better at 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 uh, you know the European European Cups than they are. Um, because you know that their strategy has been to to have a, you know an enormous depth in their in their uh, in their selection, so they they could steamroller um, the league. Because you know if if you have let's say twenty very good players, then um, then you can rotate and and you can uh, if there is an injury you can compensate for that. But if you know you you can also prevent. Uh, injuries by being able to rotate and and they have this very slow style with you know they strangle their their opponents and get closer and closer to their uh, to their to their goal and and uh, and the opposition doesn't manage to get the ball away then then you know they they score a tap in and and that's that um and 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 we are you know we have developed in in recent years in the 17-18 season is when we yeah, when we are the swashbuckling team in 1819, we're much more mature, and uh, we take them to to to, to one point. At 1920, we win. Um, 2021, I've said this before. I don't count as a as a real season, but uh, we're back to our best. But but we have a, 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 a more depth, and and this is a difference. I don't think they have more depth than they had back then. Uh, back then they had David Silva and now they have Grealish. I, I don't consider that uh, an approve. An, an, what's what you know a, a betterment of their of their selection. Um, They're all have lost the, a lot of experienced players there as well. Real wise old heads. Vincent Company yeah. comes to mind. Yeah, absolutely. Aguero and, and um, Aguero's gone. Um, uh, and uh, Nacho, That that's the, the name I was saying. <laughs> Fernandinho yeah. can't run anymore. I can't remember the last yeah. time I saw him on a football pitch. Yeah, and and he's still there, and he he can be useful for for them still. But you know, their their best defender at at the, this moment, uh, Diaz is is injured, um, and and they have Cancelo, which is um, you know a, a better player, if if not a left back. But you know, he plays at left back than than they uh, Zinchenko and and Mendy uh, they had before. So okay, um, that's that. I, I think we are in a better position than we were in 1819. Um, we have added to our squad uh, more depth, and um, and I think we are in a better place, um, squad development-wise. I would say, uh, and yeah, I, I would I would agree that you know the psychological uh, element is in our favor. Because yeah, we were the hunters and and we hunted them down and and now we have things in our own hands. Uh, if we beat them at their place and we you know win our, uh, win our games, then then we become champions and they can't do anything about that. Um, yeah, if they beat us, then then they have it in their hands. But you know that that's the the sort of pressure that seems to drive us and seems to um, you know. St- sometimes um, make life more difficult for them because you know the the, the real finals they have been in uh, they've lost you know the champions league final last season uh, but also you know the the, the they were in uh, it was the first time they they got 
past the semifinals even. But before that, they never um, managed to get there. Uh, and, and this was because of, you know, Pep overthinking, et cetera, et cetera. And, and there's a good chance he might overthink this game with, with us uh, as well, because um, he, he doesn't seem to deal as well with the, with the stress as uh, as Klopp does. But yeah, the, but you know, coming back to your to, to your to your uh, your question, your statement, yeah, it's these are really good teams, and um, they uh, you know the 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 winner um, will win by a small margin, and the loser will lose by a small margin. It was uh, uh, thus in eighteen nineteen. Uh, and it will be uh, the same in this, and uh, and I would favor us, although they have a better run. I would I would say, but you know, um, maybe that doesn't count um, uh, as much as the as the psychological elements. Uh, uh, I think there's there's every reason to be hopeful. Uh, I think we are better equipped uh, psychologically. I would say. Um, uh, the the personality uh, personalities in our squad make us better equipped to deal with this kind of situation than than I think they are. That will be my assessment. Yeah, um, it's fair. Just put the psychological um, aspect aside, Chief, just for a second. Um, Dave, can I just add something to that? Mm-hmm. If I may, you know, look. This has come down to such fine, fine, fine margins the the end of this season that a simple red card could decide the league, could decide the Champions League. That's that's how fine the margins are here. There's zero room for error. It's it's crazy football. Yeah, well, that's exactly my point. Exactly my point. And Chief, just on another fine margin, and oh God, I cursed myself for talking about this the other week. The one player I didn't want to lose for any length of time over this period of the season, the one that, the one player that I feel is just genuinely irreplaceable is Trent. And it looks like he has a hamstring strain. Whether that's England skullduggery or not, I don't know, but I think it's a race against time to get him back for the city game on the 10th of April. And it's, like I say, it's, that's more in hope than expectation. What do we do? In the meantime, if, if we have to play six games without him, what is the solution? Is it Gomez? Is it is it Milner? Is it a mix? Do we adapt what we do higher up the pitch? Um, does Rob does 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 Robertson sit in and do we maybe do a Simicus? Well, I don't know. Do we do do we do your mates? Do we do Chamberlain? Please no. Um... <laughs> To be honest, I've, well, if you look at the, the opening couple of fixtures, what is it? It's Watford and, and then Benfica, isn't it? Um, so yeah, Watford, Benfica, it's Watford, Benfica and then City on the 10th. Yeah, so if, so if, you, if you pencil him back in for the City game, because we're obviously going to be moving heaven and earth to try and, uh, to try and make that happen, then I think you can get by. Against Watford and Benfica without too much trouble, to be honest. Um, you've got so much quality on the pitch anyway. And, you know, Joe Gomez has shown that he can do a job there. Um, he's shown that in the past. Obviously, 
not going to do what Trent does, but no replacement you could put there would. Um, plus, he gives you the added advantage of being a, a third, being actually a centre back. So uh, it's more height in the box. It means you can you can uh, drop the he can fill in um, if he's not doing the you know if, he, if if he's not going forward then he can drop in and and allow the others to push on. He um, has amazing recovery pace and he reads the game really really well and sweeps in behind really well. So it's another good asset. You're looking at playing Roy's Watford who. You know they're they're all about the 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 set pieces and the and the keeping it tight and you know just looking for your your one chance to maybe do something but ultimately not uh, not conceding. You know I'm sure they play the usual Hodgson style, so they're going to be in banks of four. They're going to sit deep. So again, it's a game that um, you're not really going to be under generally under too much pressure um, on the counter or whatever. Um, or under pressure in, in general, you should dominate the ball. Um, and again, away at Benfica, I think you know we're we're a different level in terms of um, quality, in terms of where the sides are. Obviously, Benfica are a, a famous name, and you know they they always get to the the knockout stages of the the Champions League when when they're in it, or they, they tend to anyway. But they rarely get beyond you know the first knockout round. Um, so to be in a quarterfinal for them is 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 good, um, but they'll you know there's no pressure on them to win that game. There's no pressure. There's no expectation on them to go on and, and win a European Cup. It's not the best version of Benfica anyway. They're they're not top of their league, um, and given the way that we dispatched uh, Porto, who I believe are top of that league, and how we regularly do it. Um, you would you would have to fancy us in that game as well. So I mean, if you can get Trent back in for the City game, then there shouldn't really be too much damage done. I think even if you can't, we have options there. We we can we can fill that fill that hole. Um, whether it is Joe Gomez, whether it is Milner, I don't think it should be Chamberlain. Um. I know he's. I think he's played there once or twice. Um, I think he played there for Arsenal actually, right, right wing back a couple of times, um, to decent effect. But you just wouldn't want him starting there against City, certainly. Um, so you know, I I'd be looking at at Joe Gomez. I think he's done well when he's come in. I think, as I said, he gives you that that extra uh, physicality, height, and he's got pace to burn. And as as I said, his reading and sweeping is great. So, yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think the position, if 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 um if that is going to be a uh, one that needs to be filled, sort of a bit more, well, not long term, but you know, four four or five games. I think it's it's the shirts his to lose at the moment. Uh, he's been the one that's been replacing Trent when when he's been rested, and uh, obviously he came in there against Forest with the injury. So. I think he's he's the way to go, uh, and I think he's the one in possession of the shirt in Trent's absence anyway. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Trent back after the the international break. To be to be honest with you, and I'm really crossing my fingers that um, we do have him back because I think me and you both discussed that of all the players you wouldn't want to lose for a for a lengthy period, he's probably probably top of the list because he's the most irreplaceable. 
there's just no real like for like in there. You could you could make an exactly. argument for any other position on the pitch, even Van Dyke, even Salah. I but, mean, there's no. I mean, there's no diddle with you know. Obviously, Trent and Robbo swap quite often during games. Is is there a diddle of playing Simi and Robbo? There, there maybe is, and and I think this is a a real conundrum for for the manager. I imagine it'll be a it'll be a mix of of Gomez and Milner, and I actually quite like Milner right right fullback. Um, I think he does a decent job there, and I think tactically, which is probably what you need the most at that point. I think we've got enough firepower trying to decide to go and get the job done. I think tactically, you know, Milner. Is the most reliable there, and then if you're going up against a side that maybe is just going to throw pace down that down that left to try and get at him, you just put Gomez in. So we'll wait and we'll see. Yeah, um, I think we'll that's we'll fair, see. and and it gives you if you are playing Milner there, it also gives you the option when you know when you don't want to play Hendo in every game, perhaps, which you know obviously Klopp's been picking his choosing his, his games a bit more this year, so. You know, he, well, Henderson yeah. actually is Henderson, Henderson or Milner. Yeah, Hendo, he's been picking his, his games for Henderson. He's not been playing him sort of week in, week out. Well, so, he's actually most most starts this season, Henderson. Believe it or not, does he? The forty-one most starts? starts. Yeah, it's not mad. I didn't think that either. It seems in recent in the last month or so, he's so you know he's sort of been picking and choosing a bit more. He's been using him as a as a sub a bit more often and whatever. But obviously that's just... uh, he was he was used quite a bit in the League Cup campaign, if I'm not mistaken, as the captain. Um, he played quite a few of those League Cup di- games, Dave. That could be accounting for you know the, the the missing bits that we're we're not seeing. He may have done, but yeah, just 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 saying. Um, but yeah, he, he usually like club usually likes to get one of them on the pitch, doesn't he? Um, yeah, absolutely. At least, so, absolutely. Dave, um, for for a while, try and look a little bit to the future, but I think this also impacts us. The one kind of niggle and distraction we have at the minute is the whole, which is is now. But I think it's I think it's safe to say it has now moved into the realm of saga. Um, the Salah contract situation. Now, it would seem that FSG, it's on the table and it's, it's, it's that or nothing. So, you know, that's up to you. Um, the agents come out and said some silly things about, you know, it wouldn't be adverse to going to another team in England. Maybe that's a trampet pressure on the club. Personally, I think the club are, are leveraging the position that they put Liverpool in and basically saying, <laughs> like, if it's if it's for the money, fine, go and play for Newcastle. That's grand, but you know you're not going to have a better chance of winning things than than here right now, and you're not going to have more fun than being here right now. So, what Salah does is it's kind of whether it's PSG or goes to Spain or 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 maybe the unthinkable, he goes to City or Chelsea. The two things that I'm looking at here are first and foremost. We talked about it pre-pod. There's a list of cautionary tales. Gini Wijnaldum, the most recent, where he thought, oh, yeah, if you're not going to give me what I want, then I'll go somewhere else and I'll get some more money and I'll win a few things. Well, actually, he's having a fucking shit time. And you can add Coutinho to that list. You can add Torres to that list. You can add Emre Chan, who thought he was better than us to that list. And that's all dead on. The other thing is, if besides that is the case, oh, 
do you I'm kind of kind of how can you not trust the recruitment to go out and just how you don't trust them well it's not that I don't trust them Dave um it's the level that Sal is at at the moment we didn't buy him at that level we've made him at that level um you know we've developed him he's developed in his career and so on um over the time he's been with us he's improved as a player obviously the quality of player around him has improved and and brought that out of him look Dave we've talked we've talked this and I've talked this in this pod many times around and around about um about the Salah contract and what will be will be and yeah, you know, we we spoke about this pre-pod, Dave, and I'm 50-50 on it. 50% of me is loving what FSG is doing because it's it, it's nearly time that, that that a club, you know, we had that the Neymar thing to, to PSG, and that was obnoxious money at the time. And, and we all talked about the changes it would make to football. But COVID sort of, it's been like a leveler back to, to reality again after that. And and I think we're in a new marketplace as well. And I, and I don't think... And it's, it's me where the agents are getting a bit confused at the moment because they, they, they'll obviously want to believe that it's the old world. But, like, you know, I, I, I live in Brazil and I, I look at the price of heating oil in the UK and then you have a pink fit. Like, I'm asking myself how the fuck I could ever live there. You, you know what I mean? It, it's like uh, times have changed. Um, economies have changed. And that has to have a knock-on effect to football. You know, because it has a knock-on effect to the, to the people who actually pay their wages to go through the turnstiles. The, you know what I mean? That they don't have the same money in their pocket anymore. Everybody's suffering, yet Mo Salah wants more money. It's not, you know, in, in, in the world terms at the moment, that it doesn't sit very well. And I think, and, and, and given world events at the moment and, and how tumultuous they are, I, I think FSG are, are, could quite be on a winner. And we could be sitting here and maybe in the summer, like fingers crossed, and go just as easy the other way. And I could end up at City and we'd be sitting cursing ourselves. I understand why the situation has come about. I understand their 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 worry about breaking their wage structure. <clears throat> I'm also aware that you know you don't want to give a player at that age mega money that could be money down the sink, Alexi Sanchez style, <laughs> Ronaldo at United. <laughs> that waste of fucking money. Um, you know what I mean? And and with that in mind, that's where their prudence. To me, is, is that's the 50% I'm going, I hope they win. I hope they win because if we have a football team as good as we do at the moment and we're winning things and we're offering players, top players, the opportunity to come and win. Like, so, you know, Dave, this is professional sport. Somewhere down the line, medals matter or should matter more than money, one would think. And I know it's easy for us as amateurs to sit here, laymen, to sit and say, you know, the glory of winning should, should, should be everything. But, you know, it's their career. You have to understand that and factor it in. But you could be maybe a little more sympathetic towards them if they weren't earning fucking six, seven million fucking year. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's it's obnoxious only for kicking the football. But those are the times, and I'm just hoping that maybe this, and maybe this is this FSG's legacy. You know, like do you remember when Bosman's came about and it changed football? Hopefully, this is this has some kind of an effect like that. But I hope to get it sorted. My first choice is definitely Mo Salah stays. Absolutely. There was a stage of thought FSG were playing a, a, a real sort of dangerous game. And the, the more that time has gone on, we should be getting anxious. I'm actually getting less anxious about it. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, I think Jordan's put my mind at ease. The fact that he's another player that we brought in that just has literally jumped a level, like a massive level. And if they want to 
well, not if they want to, if, if Salah's not prepared to, to sign the terms that have been presented to him and he wants to go somewhere else. If it is, it's, it's, it's only got to be for money, surely, which seems very unlike him. But yeah, let him tear away. And if we can get somebody else that we can bring in for 40 million a fraction of the wages and he jumps a level, then, you know, with the guys that we've already got already, I don't see an issue, to be perfectly honest. I know that might sound ridiculous, but that's just that's just the form of, of this transfer strategy. So great. Just to finish us off on transfers and on the pod, they're all um it looks like it looks like finally he's gone. Looks like he's not gonna sign a new contract. He's had his best time, he's lived his best life. He's went and studied and got some degrees and scored amazing, amazing goals and won everything and just might be the greatest cult hero in the history of Liverpool Football Club. And it's going to be sad to see him leave, Beryl, Big Div. For me, football's kind of about moments and that's why I love him so much. The moments that he's given us that are just absurd are they're they're more than they're more than maybe Alan Shearer gave fans in his whole career. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not sure he, he would like that comparison, but you know, I, I, I mean, Divock, of course. But uh, yeah, is uh, he, he, he's he's such an interesting character, you know, um, Milner. Uh, famously called it Planet Divock, uh, 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 you know, and and um, remarked that the, that he's the most relaxed person that he has ever met. But uh, and maybe that 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 is a good thing. And and what what we have previously discussed as being a, a, a an, a, an elite uh, professionalism, you know, uh, going through through this this this, this squad, you know, uh, and and he he's probably a bit different and. And I'm not saying he's not professional, but uh, he he uh, and maybe this has to do with the fact that he's not as um, as focused on football only and and has a has a broader uh, interest uh, in 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 you know in more affairs in the world and and in, has 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 broadened his horizon his personal horizon. Um, but yeah, um, we will play. Newcastle away in 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 a few weeks time uh, and and it will be hopefully in between uh, um semi-finals uh, in the Champions League and who, who you know I I can't forget that goal um uh, it was I think Sh- Shakiri who 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 crossed the ball or was it Trent I don't know yeah, one of no, it was Shakiri yeah, yeah. Uh, and he scored that goal and 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 Salah uh, got a concussion in that match, so you know we, we knew we wouldn't have him back uh, for the Barcelona game, and and uh, so Divock had to uh, do his thing uh, against Barcelona, and he scored twice against them. It, it you know, and and obviously the the most important goal there, the four um, the four the four nil. It's uh, and, and he, he scored in the final. And and there was many moments, and and there, there was uh, there was a time that that it looked that he would be our uh, our striker, until 
Funes Mori, I believe uh, the bastard was called, uh, kicked him out of a game in, in the derby. But yeah, it's 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 such an interesting player. We we bought him for 10 million euros from Lille. Uh, we waited for one season, but in that season he was he was chosen in in in, in the the worst eleven. Um, so it was interesting what 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 he would become. Uh, but yeah, he he, I, I don't think he has uh, fulfilled uh, his footballing potential. But yeah, who cares? The, you know, you need different characters in 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 your squad, and and I'm happy for him that that he obviously has some ambition to to. Um, you know, to, to go to another club and try something else, and and um, AC Milan is 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 a is a good club for him, and I hope if he goes there that he will be uh, successful, and uh, maybe maybe uh, uh, kicks Latan somewhere in training or something something like that. But yeah, it's it's, it's Divock will all. Always be in my heart. I don't want it to sound pathetic, although I probably do now. But yeah, he's uh, he's a really, really, you know, Jimmy Traore was, you know, famously won won a Champions League, but he, he was a cult hero because he wasn't very good. I don't think we can say the same thing about Divo Gorigi. He was a a good player and uh, and has given, you know, everything back for every penny that he uh, that he got got from us. Yeah, uh, an absolute, an absolute hero. And need we say any more than Devokarigi ninety plus six? I remember being in the pub that day and watching him come on and saying to the fellow beside me, didn't even know him, absolute gag if Big Devok comes on and scores the winner. Jesus Christ, the place went absolutely off. Um, so thanks for joining us. Until next time. Up the football is nothing without a Reggie Reds. Mm-hmm.